Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We've been involved with National Public Lands Day and the National Environmental Education Foundation for 21 years. Welcome to the National Wildlife Federation Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Drew Youngdike. And I'm here at the Association of Great Lakes Outdoors Writers annual meeting in La Crosse, Wisconsin with Kurt McAllister from Toyota. Uh, Kurt actually helped bring me into this organization actually through a scholarship that Toyota sponsors to bring um, new and emerging outdoor writers into organizations like this that help us spread our message and hone our craft. And Toyota also sponsors Public Lands Day. And so I really wanted to talk to him about Toyota's sponsorship, both of Public Lands Day and of outdoor journalism uh, in general. Um, Kurt, uh, could you tell us a little bit about you, your role with Toyota, and uh, your role in the outdoors? Sure. Um, so I am the Midwest Public Relations Manager. Uh, so I am in charge of uh, a 14-state region, which essentially is the Great Lakes and the Heartland states, from not only for Toyota, but also the Lexus brand. So I handle media relations, public relations. But I also have uh, a second hat, which is um, I have uh, responsibility for outdoor communications. And that encompasses literally 13 different outdoor press guilds around the country. Um, I inherited that about uh, nine years ago. Uh, and again, it's uh, dealing with the hooks and bullets media is a little bit different than dealing with the traditional auto press. But at the same time, um, they're journalists and, they, and they're looking for all the information about what we're doing, not only on the vehicle side, but also the environmental side. And um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the, the Glow um, Let's Go Places scholarship that you also sponsor now for many other outdoor mm -hmm. uh, writers organizations. And um, I, I want to speak to it as, as one of the first uh, recipients of mm -hmm. it. Um, what, what it did for me as an outdoor communicator, and now I work for National Wildlife Federation, but it, it allowed me to come check out this conference, um, to meet these people, to meet these outdoor journalists. What that allows me now to do is to promote the message of conservation throughout outdoor media. Um, and without this connection, you know, I'm here at the conference for National Wildlife Federation now 
talking to outdoor journalists about the details behind the effort to stop Asian carp. Mm-hmm. We're promoting the message of getting the word out to hunters and anglers to voluntarily use non-lead uh, hunting ammunition um, as fishing tackle. And, and so without Toyota's scholarship, I would not have access to this group to be able to get that message out there to people who can help move these issues to where they need to be. Right. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you're a great example of, of why we developed this program. So the, the impetus was about five or six years ago, the, the executive board for GLOW, we were, we were just sitting around and kind of lamenting the fact that, uh, you know, the median age of, of their group was getting a little bit north of 65. And, and what do we do about that? And so we talked about creating a scholarship program that brought young up-and-comers into the organization, exposed them to um, not only this sort of medium, but also to all these great potential mentors. And in the, uh, the six years since we started this program, as you mentioned, we've actually now spread it across to at least uh, six other different outdoor groups. And uh, we just eclipsed the 40 mark in terms of pr- pr- uh, scholarships presented oh, wow. across the board. And, you know, it, it's, it's kind of blossomed that the whole idea was to bring young people in to kind of learn from all these masters of the outdoors. But conversely, what's happened is these young people have come in with a lot of social media knowledge. And so they've turned to our now to a lot of our seasoned members and say, hey, listen, this is how you use social media channels to expand your own brands because... As we know, a lot of mass media is consolidating and shrinking in this country. So a lot of these, these gentlemen and ladies who are so used to being magazine writers have now got to find different outlets. And they're finding those, those channels of exposure through social media. Well, and I think um, what we're on right now, the National Wildlife Federation Outdoors podcast, last year was mm-hmm. the first year that podcast had its own award yeah. as a separate medium. And um, not... Too shy to say. I, I, I swept those last year, but I think yep. I was the only one to submit, too. Well, but now this year, we have a lot of competition. We have uh, mm-hmm. the Woman Angler podcast sure. um, swept first place. Uh, I got a couple thirds and a, and a second for this podcast. Uh, Brandon Butler, with yep. who used to be with the Conservation Federation of Missouri, um, got some for his podcast as well. So we've already seen now... And, and Angie, who's one mm-hmm. of the co-hosts of the Woman Angler podcast, right. was a recipient last year, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So now you have new new outdoor communicators coming in, and you know what they're doing with that podcast is is really great as far as diversifying the participation right. um, in in the outdoors and providing a voice to that. And that's something that the Agul Scholarship has has helped out. And um, this year, actually, you have uh, Brian Bashore. Right. Um, as one of the recipients. Um, and, and I actually know Brian because he's on our board of <laughs> National Wildlife Federation. Um, so, so I like uh, seeing him there, too. So it's been a tre- tremendous way um, to, to hone the craft, to expand the opportunities for writers, but also to advance the state of outdoor communication. Absolutely. You know, the, one of the benefits we've seen, too, and I, and I really give a lot of credence to organizations like Aglow, and that the recipients are very diverse. So aside from Brian Bashore this year, we've got Christine Fisher, we've got Nicole Stone, and, and both these young ladies, are they've already made their mark in the industry. And I think you're seeing this, this new breed of uh, female outdoor enthusiast uh, who's not afraid to get out there and say, I love the outdoors, and it doesn't make me ungirly, it just makes me well-rounded. And so, you know, to see the diversity across the board helps the organizations and it makes them more it makes them stronger. 
A- absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that today. And uh, of course, by the time this airs, that, that will have already uh, taken place. But there's something else that, that Toyota's been promoting as well, and, and that's National Public Lands Day. Right. Um, I really appreciate that because actually our our office car that we have for the office is a uh, hybrid uh, Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. gets great gas mileage. Of course, that wasn't going to fit all of the uh, the hunting and fishing gear that <laughs> that mm-hmm. I have up here. I'm actually, as part of this tour, um, we're, we're filming a project mm-hmm. uh, called the Northwoods Unleaded Film, and I'm on kind of the, the road trip for that. So I've mm-hmm. got uh, shotguns for upland bird hunting. I've got fly rods. I've got coolers, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um and that wasn't going to fit in there. Um, so I'm actually driving around a, a Toyota Land Cruiser, and it's taken me from Ann Arbor through to Wisconsin, here to La Crosse. Yesterday, I went out with a with a couple other outdoor writer buddies, and, and we went up into the Driftless region of mm-hmm. Minnesota mm-hmm. and and fly fish and caught some brown trout um, with tungsten bead heads, non-lead, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh and, and we did that through actually a public access program that Minnesota has right. um, in its private land, but they open up uh, public access through easements uh, through that program. And, you know, it was such, such just beautiful water. Being able to catch those fish, we, we wouldn't have that without that sort of public access that, that Toyota promotes. Um, how do you see public access and public land as, as supporting the outdoors or even supporting your brand as Toyota? What mm-hmm. what drove Toyota to get involved with that effort? You, you know, so we've been involved with National Public Lands Day and the National Environmental Education Foundation for 21 years. And, and, and strangely enough, it came out at about the same time our first generation Prius came out. And so, you know, Toyota uh, has always been a, a fan and really uh, friendly towards the environment. I mean, there's a lot of companies who, who, who talk the talk, but we think that we walk the walk. And for us, it's just more about getting citizenship. And again, we have a firm belief too that yes, Toyota is a Japanese-based car company, but wherever you pitch your tent, you should be ingrained in that, in that uh, community and in, in that state. And so uh, the employees here, the 36,000 direct employees here in the United States have always kind of taken that to heart. So over the, the 21 years of our relationship with uh, NPLD, uh, we've had tens of thousands of volunteers, in fact, um, there was a statistic provided to us that in terms of employee time and resources over that those two decades, it would equate to about $5 million. Um, this year, in fact, we have 2,400 colleagues signed up to work 37 different sites in 18 different states and Puerto Rico, which, of course, is still reeling from the hurricane. So, um, again, it's it's all about giving back. It's all about being part of, you know, that natural community. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to hearing more about the, uh, the stories that are coming out of, the, uh, out of uh, MPLD on September 28th. I apologize for, for that. That was a phone <laughs> call from actually one of my uh, friends from the Upper Peninsula, from uh, the past president of Michigan United Conservation Clubs, who's, who's coming out to our, our be in the film of Northwoods oh. Unleaded. Uh, probably trying, calling to get directions. So. No worries. But we'll be hunting on public land yes. uh, that we'll be accessing with that uh, Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that public land uh, day initiative that, that you have, when is that this year and how can people get involved with that? Yeah, so it's September 28th. And uh, again, if you go to the National Educational Environmental uh, National Education Environmental Foundation website, they can uh, kind of steer you towards some of those sites. The um, 
yeah, I know about looking at their list. I mentioned 18 different states, but they're doing everything from picking up trash to helping dredge some rivers, um, you know, to walking along the beach and just picking up refuse. So it's, you know, it's 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 task big and small, but at the end of the day, it's it's all about cleaning up our environment and and just showing a lot of love towards our our, our parks and and our park system. So again, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing some of those those success stories uh, in the weeks to come. Well, that's that's great. Um, I really appreciate Toyota's support for uh, outdoor riders because it brought me here. Um, really appreciate the ride and the and the Toyota uh, Land Cruiser. Uh, where can people find more information about Toyota vehicles that they can use for hunting and fishing efforts like this? Sure. So you could go to Toyota.com, um, or actually, I, I'd steer people towards uh, ToyotaNewsroom.com. Yeah, it's actually, even though it's our media site, but it's also public access. So they can actually pull down not only information, but a lot of uh, visuals about our, our products, be them cars, trucks, or, or SUVs. You know, it's funny, you mentioned the Land Cruiser. I was really happy that you were able to get into that. That's one of those really iconic vehicles that we have. It's It's been around for 60 plus years. And, you know, it, it's not only as iconic here in the States, but across the world. I mean, when there's tough terrains to traverse, you know, in Africa or the Middle East, people choose Land Cruiser. Yeah. Or the Driftless region. Or the Driftless <laughs> region, you know. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, actually had a, a, a really cool thing happen last year. And I actually got called by a, a paleontologist. And they had discovered a whole trove of uh, dinosaur bones in northern Wyoming. And he knew about the uh, the legacy. He knew about the uh, reputation of, of Toyota's particular Land Cruiser. So we actually loaned them a couple Land Cruisers, a couple Tundras, and they hoped they pulled dinosaur bones out of northern Wyoming oh, wow. to be now uh, to be assembled and eventually incorporated in the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. But um, you know, so those are the kind of cool things that you know. Here was a, a essentially a dinosaur digger uh, who was a big Jurassic Park fan that said, "Hey." I know what my support vehicles need to be, and I'm going to look at a Land Cruiser. Well, well that's great. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, Kurt. Uh, appreciate what Toyo is doing for outdoor uh, journalism as, as well as for our public lands. Yeah, thank you, Drew, and uh, yeah, congratulations on being alumnus of our uh, scholarship program. Thank you. And as always, the National Wildlife Federation podcast is supported by Rep Your Water and their 3% for conservation commitment.